For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Yeah, sure, old-time hockey. Like it is sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmid, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this week's episode, what's up with the goaltending for next season, and who should the Bruins trade in the offseason? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn, and you can find us at Believe.com and Apple Leaf Podcasts. Well, let's face it, the playoffs were a bust. Rask, Smith, Carlo, and Miller were, were injured. And the young defense was a little soft against the Tough Islanders team. So, things that could have helped this team, well, how about some goal scoring? Or some, some support for the first two lines? I mean, in 11 playoff games, the first line had 36 points. The second line had 19 points. The third line had 10 points and the fourth place or the fourth line only had one point. Now that's kind of sad. I mean, you know, you're relying I know you most all teams rely on their first and second lines to do most of the goal scoring, but still, you need you need your third you need your third and fourth lines to actually contribute if you're going to win games. So the problem was the secondary scoring from the third and fourth lines. Hall was basically MIA in the Islander series. Now, I would still sign him for a contract along with Krejci. Not long-term deals, maybe maybe two to four years, you know. So, you know, at least we would have two top lines right now intact if you go out and you sign uh, Krejci and and Hall to to long to not long term deals. I would say maybe two to four, maybe maybe two to four. I mean, I'm I'm thinking maybe three 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 years at maybe like three mil or something like that. Not not don't go nuts here. We we shouldn't really have to go crazy with with signing these guys. But still, it it would really help the Bruins in the in the long run, or at least for the next couple of seasons to actually have these guys signed. Now, the thing is, I would sign Rask, you know, to a, maybe a 3-year deal. Now, he's going to sit out half the half of the season of his half the, he would be sitting out half the season of his first season of his contract because he's going to be out with with hip surgery. So, he's going to have off-season hip surgery. I figure you sign him for 3 years. He doesn't want to play anywhere else. He's already said he's not going to sign anywhere else. So he's either going to be he's either going to be a Boston Bruin 
or he's going to go back over and play in Finland for a team he co-owns. So that that makes complete sense. But he wants to be a Boston Bruin. I say sign him for three years at maybe 4.5 mil. You know, he's going to sit out at least the first part of the season. So, you know, at least he'll get him for at least two years. Maybe instead of giving him maybe four, four mil a year, maybe maybe sign him to three or something. You know, the money's not an issue here. Money's really not an issue. But still, you want to you want to have him here. You know? Cause you want him to play, you know, you want him to be here to as a mentor for Swayman and Vladar, you know, till he comes back. I mean, he would make a great asset to these kids being being at Warrior Ice Arena, you know, every day for practice and helping these kids out while he's while he's you know, rehabbing his injured hip. So he would make a perfect mentor for Vladar and and Swayman. All right. Now, maybe you don't want to go with uh, Swayman and Vladar. You know, maybe maybe you decide, you know what, we're going to go and we're going to go with Swayman, but we're going to have, uh, we, we're going to need a, we want to have a veteran, a veteran goaltender take Tuka's place until he comes back. Well, there's a good chance that you could sign uh, Halak. There is a good chance. I mean, sign Halak, you know, and sign him to a two, you know, sign him to a a two way deal. You know, this way it's not going to really hurt your cat. And and sign him for cheap. You know, sign him to a one year deal for one mil. You know, give him a give him a really cheap deal for the for the season. You know, and you know the thing is though, I would probably go with a Swayman Vladar tandem. I mean, why waste money on a on a veteran goaltender, but. Maybe that's what Don Sweeney and uh, Cam Neely decide to do. You know, go with a a veteran goaltender as a as a backup. But I'm kind of liking the idea of Swayman and Vla, of Swayman and Vladar tandem, and you know having you know signing Rask for three years and have him mentor the kids. You know, for the first half of the year until he comes back. I mean, it's not a big deal. You know, you know, put some type of a plan in place. Now, here's the thing, though. Swayman really isn't the answer here, folks. All right? Yeah, he had a good run in his rookie season, but we have to look a little bit more long-term. Uh, it's not only for him, but players, but the players in front of him, too. You know, you got to look at what's 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 what he, what's he going to have in front of him. What's the defense going to look like, okay? Now, we're pretty solid with McAvoy and Grizzlick. The other guys, you know, maybe Lazan there's a possibility there might he might actually you know turn into a pretty decent defenseman miller to me was a complete bust all season yeah he had his good points but still you know i i don't think he he should he should be here so i think that basically the bruins should start looking into some big name free agent defenseman i mean they're going to have the they're going to have the the cap room so you might as well go after somebody Okay, but looking at looking at it here, you know Taylor Hall wants to stay in Boston, so and he's saying it's more about it's more about the team than it is the money. So maybe get him on a three year deal at you know four or five mil, maybe even a four year deal. Who knows? The same with Krejci. You know, let's see what happens. You know, I would like to see the Bruins sign Krejci and keep keep Hall and Krejci together along with Smith. And see what that team or see what those three can do for a full season. I mean, the number one line you're fine. Now the third line is a que- third line is a question mark. 
I mean, I like Charlie Coyle, local guy, fine. Keep him in there. Other than that, I have no idea. You know, DeBrusque was in in and out of that on that line. And to be honest, I think it's time I think that Jake DeBrusque and the Zach Senishin experiments, maybe Zaboral, should go. Those three guys who were part of the, I believe it was the twenty fifteen draft. And I think all three of them were the ones that were drafted 14, 15, and 16. They didn't really work out. So I say that maybe we should, or maybe the Bruins, not we, but the Bruins, should actually look into trade trading those players. I mean, there's already talk about DeBrusque going out to Edmonton for somebody. I don't know who the Bruins would get, you know, but I would actually would, would prefer a body you know, a, an actual player instead of a draft pick because we all know that Don Sweeney's going to screw up the draft picks. He hasn't had a decent draft pick since he came here. So I would like to see DeBrus go. I would like to see Senishin go. And I, I, to be honest, I want to see Miller go. Maybe even rebuild that whole entire back line because now I'm I'm actually thinking that maybe they should have tried to keep, you know, Chara for, for at least one more year or, you know, or... Resign Krug for a few years, but you know Krug had Krug really didn't have a great season in 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 St. Louis. So who knows? But this, but it, the off season is going to be a big off season for this team. They got the they have to figure out who they're who they're going to dump, who they're going to keep. You know, I mean, I could see them. I mean, I could see them getting rid of a Sean Corrali. You know. Um, Connor Clifton, he's kind of, he, I don't know that, that, that's a tough one. You know, he, he's got a little bit of toughness, toughness back there. Trent Frederick, he had an awesome year. I love the guy. <coughs> I love the guy. And it was, I wish, I wish we could have seen him in the playoffs. You know, he would have, he would have been perfect in that Islander series. He's a tough, he's a tough player. Kind of reminds me of Milan Lucic. He does. So. I I would keep him. Trent Frederick is a lock here. Um Chris Wagner, that's a tough one. Uh Carlo was injured, has been injured. You know, he's like glass right now. So who knows what's going to happen with him? Lazar played awesome during when he came here in the when he came here uh after the trade deadline. Kevin Miller, I would dump. Jack Stanico, we still haven't really seen much out of this kid, so maybe maybe keep him Maybe keep him here, let him grow with the team. Carson Kuhlman, I think that that experiment has has gone has gone away. So I think maybe dump dump Kuhlman. Uh, Euro Vakaninen, uh, we have we really didn't see much of him. He only played nine games this year, so I don't know about him. John Moore, John Moore, we can get rid of. Anton Blee, I think his his little experiment, um, his time here in Boston should be over too. Um, Craig McKeg didn't see much of him. He only played five games. Could get rid of him. Jared Tenorti, I don't know. Question is, uh, that's a tough one for me. You know, I know a lot of people probably don't like Tenorti, but I think he still adds adds some toughness on the back line. You know, he can be one of your extra, one of your extra demon on a night when you, you know, for injuries. Zach Senishin, gone. I would say dump him. You know, he hasn't done much. Uh, Andre Kasha, uh, haven't didn't only played in three games this year, so 
I don't know. The t- that's 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 still out. The jury's still out on him. Oscar Steen, he had a couple of he had some pretty good a pretty good season in with the Providence Bruins. So, you know, we'll just have to see what Don Sweeney, you know, and the rest of the rest of the front office, you know, does does with this organization. You know, because moving forward, you're gonna need you're gonna need a lot of you're gonna need need a lot of um, a lot of help. I mean, you know, cur- you know, you do have some kids down there in Providence that could probably step up. All right, but they're not they're not the answer either. You got to go on. They have enough. They're gonna have enough cap space to go after some decent players this year. This this off season. So who knows what's gonna happen? Then you also have the the expansion draft. So who are they going to lose there? You know, could they lose a, could they lose a, you know, a DeBrusque there or, or whoever, you know, I really don't know who's going to be protected by the Boston Bruins, but still, you still want to know, you know, you know, what's going to happen with DeBrusque. That's the big question. He was a big question mark this, this season, you know, nobody knew what they were going to get. And he had his couple of flashes, but I think he was in the doghouse most of the season with um, with Cassidy. So who knows what's going to happen with that one? But you know, you still you still need to see you know you still need you know to see you know how this is all going to turn out in the off season. You know, like I said, you know they got to go out and find secondary scoring. All right, third and fourth lines. All right, the second line, as long as they can sign Krejci and Hall, I think they're going to be okay with the top two lines. It's it's the bottom two that worry me right now. I mean, they they have to you know do their part, and you know if they don't do their part, then you might as well you might as well just you know throw a bunch of throw a bunch of garbage cans out there. Okay, so. The off season is going to be is going to is going to be interesting, you know, you know you have the expansion draft, you have, you know, free agency and stuff like that, and it's going to get to the point where are the Bruins going to Bruins just going to blow everything up? Because I can tell you right now, the time is ticking on this te- on the on the veteran core of this team. All right, it's ticking on on Marshawn, Krejci, Rask. You know, uh, Marshawn, you could throw Marshawn in there. I really don't, I really wouldn't throw him in there just yet. But, you know, that core, that core group from 10 years ago, they're starting, they are starting to slow down. And we're going to need, the Bruins are going to need some, some help as far as, um, you know, as far as the, the young, the young kids go. I mean, looking at the prospects, you know they have some decent prospects, but still, you know they they really need to um, they really need to you know go out and get some veterans, all right, and not really rely on you know somebody like John Beecher, all right, who's playing at who's playing in Michigan. He could possibly be one of those one of those top guys, okay. You know to come in next year. Would I would I put him in the lineup? No, I wouldn't put him in the bro with the Bruins. I would put him in Providence for next year, whether or not he decides to keep playing college hockey. But I have a feeling. I think I think he did sign for, with the Bruins, so I think he's good to go in Providence for at least one year. They've actually talked about this kid, John Beecher, actually being taking over for 
uh, Bergeron for when Bergeron retires in a few years. So it's just going to be a wait and see. And, you know, I know it's, I know they just got eliminated. You know, we still have the Stanley, we still have, you know, the playoffs going on. And, you know, until maybe like August, we won't really know what's going to, what, what this team is going to be doing. You know, as far as, you know, free agency, the draft. I mean, you might as well throw the, when it comes to the Bruins, you might as well throw the draft out the window. Okay. You might as well, you know, forget all about it and just say, you know what? We're, we're not going to, you know, you know, stick with the plan. Now, Looking at the draft picks, you know, the Bruins are going to be picking, I believe, the Boston Bruins are going to be picking 20th overall in the first round of the pick, of the draft. So that's the way the thing goes. Of course, the Buffalo Sabres have the first round pick. And I'm just curious as what's going to happen with that team because, you know, you have Jack Eichel in there and I believe there's, they're, they're, Buffalo is actually taking some some. Tr- there's been some trade talks, so who knows what's going to happen with them? And if you're the poor guy that's going to get drafted number one by the Buffalo Sabers, I feel bad for you. The second overall pick are the Seattle Kraken, and fine the the Anaheim Ducks, the New Jersey Devils, but the Bruins, like I said, are picking twentieth. So hopefully, there's a decent player there that the Bruins can actually, you know could actually go for. I mean, you know, going to, looking at, you know, looking at the free agents for, you know, looking at all the free agents that are coming up. I mean, Pekka Rene, who's playing for the National Predators, I mean, he's a good possibility, you know, to come to Boston, you know, and take over while, you know, while Tuka Rask is is injured, you know, while Tuka Rask is recovering from his um from his uh, surgery, but still, I still like the Swayman Vladar combo for the first half of the year and having Rask there to mentor the two kids. That's my that would be my plan. All right, I don't know what 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 you guys are thinking out there. Maybe you guys are saying, you know what? I know a lot of you are probably out there. Don't sign Rask. Don't sign Rask. And you know, there's really nothing. I mean. You know, computer, computer just popped up, freaked me out. You know, what's going to happen? You know, are they going to go after Smith, you know, from, um, you know, are they going to go after Mike Smith in Edmonton? I mean, is there a possibility, you know, you know, are they going to go after, you know, Pekka Rene? You know, there's quite a few goaltenders out there that they could go after, but I'm still liking the idea of going out and keeping keeping Rask and having the two kids, you know, play the first, you know, be the goaltending tandem for the first half of the season. There's nothing wrong with that. But I know that there's a, quite a few of you out there that say, I don't, we don't want Rask. He quits on the team. Well, you know what? He didn't quit on the team. I mean, he did not quit on this team. I don't want to, he didn't quit on this team in the playoffs. He was playing injured for the second half of the year. Okay. It was Coach Cassidy's decision, probably also Tuca's, to play in that playing game six. All right. 
but you can't say anything bad about a guy who's out there playing injured in the playoffs. I mean, if this was anyone else on this team, like like Bergeron or Marshawn or David Krejci or Charlie McAvoy, if they were playing injured, you guys would never wouldn't you guys would wouldn't care. Well, you guys would care, but you know, you guys wouldn't get down on wouldn't blame them for the loss. Okay? You wouldn't blame you wouldn't blame either of them for the loss. All right? But Tuka, yeah, I know he had his issues last year in the bubble, but still, the guy performed very well while he was injured. Okay? So, I think take a shot, re-sign him for at least three years, and and be done with it. You know, and then in three years, when when Swayman's really ready, you know, he retires, and then you you go with Vladar and a Swayman combination or a Swayman and somebody combination. Because here's the other thing. They could probably get something for Dan Vladar right now. But I would hold off on that. I would really hold off on... You know, on making any trade, trading any goaltenders or anything. I would just concentrate on getting rid of DeBrusque and Seneshin and Miller. See what you can get for those guys. And I'm not talking draft picks. I don't want to see draft picks anymore. I want to see actual bodies coming in. You know, none of this crap of, you know, you know, draft picks. Because we all know that the Bruins don't draft very well. So... The offseason is going to be good. You know, it's going to be kind of fun to watch. Um, It's going to be fun. You know, see what's going to happen. It's going to be interesting to see, you know, who's going to win the cup this year. I know a lot of people out there are probably hating the Islanders right now. But you know what? I'd rather see an Islander. I'd rather see the Islanders over Tampa because I'm kind of getting sick of Tampa right now. And it'll be nice to have somebody different in the Stanley Cup Finals other than, you know, other than the Tampa Bay Lightning. Now, on the other side, yeah, I know a lot of you are probably going to hate me for this, but I'd like to see the, I'd actually want to see the um, Montreal in it. A Montreal Islanders final, I think would be great for the sport. You know, I mean, it would be great for the sport if it was, you know, Islanders in Vegas or Vegas and, you know, and the Tampa Bay Lightning. But still, I would like to see, you know, a team that hasn't won the, you have a team that hasn't won the cup in 37 years and, you know, and a cup and a team that hasn't won the cup in 20, in 20 something years. So I think that would be fun. I mean, Tampa Bay won it last year. You know, Vegas. Vegas will have their turn. Vegas is going to have their turn in the future because they they're 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 a really good team right out of the gate from their very first season. I mean, they made the Stanley Cup Finals in their very first season. So, but I'd like to see you know a, a Montreal Islanders matchup. Don't know who I'd want to see win. I'm more more. I would like to see the um, Montreal get it. But then again, like I. Like I talked about in the last podcast, it was it would be nice to see the Islanders win the cup um, f- with in their last season in the Nassau Coliseum. I think that would be awesome too. 
But you know who's probably really, really upset right now? Not not the Bruins fans. You know, I think the Bruins fans are like, okay, we we had our chance, and you know, we played the Islanders, we lost. You know, but I, you know who's you know you know the Stanley Cup run is probably probably bothering the most, especially the Islanders Stanley Cup run. You know who's this? You know who this is bothering right now? It's bothering all the Ranger fans right now. They are probably livid right now, knowing that the team playing on Long Island, playing in their market, is going to be going to could well be on their way to winning the Stanley Cup. Bet you that's driving the Rangers fans nuts. But you want to know something? In a few years, maybe one or two years, the the Rangers will probably be in the same situation. And wouldn't it be cool to have some type of a playoff battle? Between the Islanders and the Rangers, Game Seven of possibly depending on depending on how they 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 work the um, play how the playoffs go and you know do they still stick with the pl- same playoff format as you know with the wild cards and stuff like that. But think about this one: Rangers Islanders, Eastern Conference Finals, Game Seven. At the USB Arena, on in Belmont. Hmm, seems like a really good idea, huh? You have Swarkin, Swarkin against uh, Shesterkin, the rush two Russian kids. Well, even 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 Vol, Vol I, you know, I can't say the guy. How, how I can say the guy's name perfectly fine while I'm watching the games, but Varlamov. There we go. You know, either way, there's going to be a Russian kid or there's going to be a Russian goaltender. I will tell you that right now. But who comes out on top? I don't know. But that's going to be, that will be, that will probably, if the Rangers and the and the Islanders meet in a, in a, in the Stanley Cup playoffs in the next couple of years, I will watch that game. You know, even though I can't stand both teams, I will watch that game because that game is going to be so intense and maybe, maybe it'll rival, you know, old school, you know, old school hockey or old time hockey of like back in the 80s when Montreal and Quebec met and they had a bench clearing brawl. I could just picture a bench clearing brawl for the Stanley Cup playoffs at USB Arena or UBS Arena, whatever arena it's going to be called in Belmont. And that would be intense. I would sit. I would actually try and get. Even though I'm a Bruins fan, I would go out and I would try and get tickets for that game. I would, because that those are going to be the two teams that are going to be the ones to watch now. All right, because here's the other thing. The Bruins, you know, in a couple of years, those two teams, the Rangers and the Bru- Rangers and the Islanders, and possibly the Devils, could all be like owning the Eastern Conference. While the Bruins trying to rebuild with guys like Seneshin, Miller, you know, some of those guys, you know, you know, Vakaninen and Lazan, you know, and you know, some and maybe Swayman, they're not, you know, they're gonna be rebuilding. They're gonna be in the middle of a rebuild while the Rangers and the Islanders are gonna be fighting it out for playoff spots. Pittsburgh's going to probably be down down at the bottom of the barrel too. You know? And who knows how you know when we all come out of this thing, you know, what the divisions, what the conferences are going to look like, who knows. We may go back to, you know, 
North North Metro or no Atlantic Metro or North Metro or whatever, 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 whatever. But still, you know, it's going to be those those three teams are probably going to be the top teams in the conference. All right. Buffalo, we could throw out because Buffalo is just a cluster F. All right. You know, and if, you know, Buffalo's Buffalo's going to suck. Toronto's going to be okay. Montreal, I don't know yet. Montreal's, I mean, Montreal's been, you know, let's see what happens when Montreal comes out of this whole entire Stanley Cup thing. Plane. Um, yeah, anything can happen during this podcast. Anything. Look, look for anything. But still, you know, even the... Even the Montreal Canadiens. Look what they're doing right now. Maybe if it carries over for ne- for the next couple of seasons. Who knows? I mean, the bit, there's a lot of big questions out there. And I have a feeling that, you know, the Rangers, the Islanders, I would th- possibly throw in, I don't know. It's it's tough. But those three teams are going to be are going to be the tough teams to beat while the Bruins are going to be sitting mid-pack or at the bottom, you know, trying to figure things out. If they don't get guy, if they don't start, you know, putting together a solid core goal scoring team, because the goaltending is not a problem. I don't see, I don't see, you know, you know, if they sign Rask for three years, they're going to do really well because he's going to be a mentor to Swayman and Vladar. And I think the goaltending, the goaltending, I'm not worried about. It's mainly, it's mainly going to be, you know, getting some scoring depth for the third and fourth lines. And possibly some 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 veteran defensemen. All right, none of this, you know. Let's let's experiment with the young guys. No, we need some veterans out there. We just need some veterans. This show is available on all your favorite streaming platforms: iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Interested in advertising on this show? Please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. And go Bruins. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.